Hey, everybody. For decades, Pioneer Car Electronics has been supporting automotive events and events like Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. No matter what you drive, Pioneer's got the gear to upgrade your ride so that it sounds better and it connects you with the latest in technology like Android Auto, Bluetooth, Apple CarPlay, and the popular Alexa. Remember, don't break up with your car. Upgrade it with Pioneer. For more information, check them out at PioneerElectronics.com. This is the Candyman from Studs Racing. We've got tires, tires, and tires. We've got big ones, small ones, straight ones, off-road ones. Oh, my God. Why do we have so many tires? Tires, tires, tires. We have so many sun off tires, 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 tires. Come on and get your tires. Oh, my God. We've got so many tires. Tires, tires, tires. Come see us. Dearborn Heights, Michigan, StudsRacing.com. Hey everybody, I'd like to give a special Joe's Mini Bike Reunion welcome to our friends at Yashamora. Yashamora can be reached at yashamora-rd.com. They're going to be live at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion giving away some cool systems. They also have a lot of promotional opportunities that you could take advantage of, including their expertise about product design and R&D. Yashamora-rd.com. Check them out. Hey, with all the high voltage excitement with the electric vehicles, it's made its way down into the power sports and mini bike world. Our next guest took a build up challenge with his buddies and turned it into one of the hottest businesses in this e-commerce marketplace. He's Sam Flores. He's our next guest from Dingo Moto USA on the next Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. Stay tuned. Everybody, welcome to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. This is season 10. 10. Season 10. Christ. Episode 
seven? No, it's the other way around, isn't it? Something like that. We're presented by our friends at Pioneer Car Electronics. We've got a great show in store for you. We've got our man Sam Flores from Dingo USA. Check these guys out now. They are probably, what I like about them is not only are they one of the more exciting companies that have entered this new uh, e-commerce, this electric car craze. Everybody's interested in it, but those guys focused in on mini bikes. They kept the vintage look, but they updated it with modern technology and batteries. So we're going to find out more and dig in deep to find out what's happening with Sam and the guys behind Dingo Moto USA in a minute. Uh, before we get to Sam, I want to take a second and just give you guys a little bit of an update. Uh, I don't know where you are, but it's hot as hell where I am. You can probably see. So if you see some sweat on my face, I'm excited, but it's hot. Uh, we hear that it's hot everywhere. So stay cool. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, I don't know, hopefully you have a little something cool to drink. I haven't seen you guys or talked to you in a little while. Uh, I'm hoping that everybody's doing good. We have, uh, we've had some fun lately, like we always do, because it's always fun first, right? Before I get into some of those shenanigans, I want to thank our friends over at Pioneer Car Electronics for all the support. We've also been pretty lucky to uh, recently have had a, a slew of folks that have jumped back on as sponsors uh, for the upcoming Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, which is October the 8th here in beautiful La Crescenta at CV Park. So uh, I want to give a little bit of a shout out, if I could, to our friends at Yashimura. I had an opportunity to meet Big E at Yashimura through my friends at Steady Garage. Steady Garage, as you know, is the one-stop shop for anything Minimoto. Uh, we recently had a nice podcast with Ray as well as um, Francis from Steady Garage. If you haven't seen that, you can check that out on YouTube. But uh, they introduced me to Big E, and uh, we immediately clicked. Uh, he wanted to be a part of the event, and he stepped up big time. Not only is he supporting us with some product giveaway, but he supported us financially. Uh, they're going to be on site. I only use Yashimura for my mini motos. I only use Mofabco exhaust for my mini bikes most of the time. Uh, Yashimura has a complete line of mini moto exhaust applications, but they also have all the other cool things. I've got a, a cool little tidy tail, so you get rid of all those lollipops and all that plastic on the back of your rear bike, or uh, the, the back of your, your Grom, where, you know, it's, it's all plastic. It's all loud. They clean it up for you nicely. I've got some LED turn signals. Uh, they've got a, a complete line of products that you're probably going to want to check out. It's yashimura-rd.com. They will be live on site. Maybe you'll be lucky enough to take away some Yashimura product. So thanks to Yashimura. I also, also want to give a shout out to uh, our old buddies at Go-Kart USA. Go-Kart USA is uh, promoting their American racer. And lucky enough, I've had a chance to get my hands on one years ago. And I did my best to work it into Jake Moe's busy schedule over at Mo Fabco. Uh, Jake's had the bike for a couple of years. Uh, that bike hopefully will be premiered at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. So you have a chance to not only see the, the bikes that are built by our friends at Go-Kart USA, they'll be on site displaying, but you also have a chance to see what happens when we customize one and when we customize one the Jake Mo uh, way. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I'm lucky enough that Jake helps with these bikes. We don't try to push them too much, but we're going to make a little bit of an effort to get that here. So thank you to our friends at Go-Kart USA. We also want to thank our friends at Mother's Polish, as well as our friends at Coker Tire. In fact, we've got to get some white wall 10-inch for uh, some of these uh, e-bikes from our friends over at uh, uh, Dingo uh, Moto USA. Uh, we also have an opportunity to thank our friends over at um, uh, Coker Tire. Coker Tire, uh, they'll be not on site. I don't think. They're in Tennessee. They've got a local outlet in Paramount if you want to check them out. We're hoping we can get the local dealer to come out. So that's a little bit of housekeeping, a little bit of thanks to our sponsors. I also want to give a shout-out to our friends over uh, – uh, we had Ozzy 
on the podcast recently, and uh, we had some issues that popped up, and Ozzy really helped me out. Uh, he knows what I'm talking about, so Ozzy, thanks for all the help there. Bing also wants to give you a thank for your help, too. A little bit behind the scenes there. Uh, we have uh, bad news. Our friends over at 605 Mini Bike Gang, as well as our friends at the Mini Bike Mafia. Unfortunately, we're at uh, the services uh, recently for their buddy Nathan, who um, they lost unexpectedly. So rest in peace, Nathan, and uh, our condolences out to those guys. Give him a shout out. Uh, finally, I want to give a thanks to my man, E. Uh, e and I have been continuing to uh, improve the podcast. And if you were listening in uh, on our Facebook Live back a couple weeks ago, uh, we gave you a behind-the-scenes view of what goes on when we set up the podcast. Uh, and uh, we did that. And I was just giving you guys a little bit of uh, a heads-up that if you haven't had the chance, go to our YouTube channel. It's JMBR Podcast. Uh, like it, subscribe it, ring the bells, do whatever the hell you're supposed to do. We're, for some reason, we haven't been able to quite take the momentum and the number of viewers that we used to receive when we did Facebook Live. So uh, there's a little bit of a method to the madness. It has to do with comments and, and, and views and likes and subscribes and all that stuff. So not really my deal, but uh, the powers to be say it's standard operating procedure. Go to it. Do whatever you need to do. We try to incentivize you guys for doing it as well. We give away some cool prizes, uh, literally prizes. We gave away a mini bike recently. We gave out some cool products from uh, Steady Garage as well as some cool swag. Finally, if you haven't had a chance yet, go to joesminibikereunion.com and register for the upcoming event. Uh, we have a slew of uh, the folks that have already done that. Max is back. Uh, everybody knows Richard McGill. He's a member of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame. He'll be there on the corner where he always is selling all those hard-to-find parts. I believe we'll have, um, who knows, maybe we'll even have our friends uh, from uh, uh, Steady Garage on site. Maybe our friends at Go-Kart USA can be visited by our friends at Go Power Sports. We know Studs Racing is going to be there. Everybody and anybody who's in this industry will be there, and I hope that you will too. All right, enough of that stuff, right? So once again, thanks for viewing. We're, um, we're here today with Sam Flores, and Sam, as well as uh, several others, have been a part of this creation of these new electric mini bikes. It's Dingo Moto USA. I first came across them... Uh, because they were on display at the Electrify Expo that was in Long Beach not too long ago. Uh, Electrify Expo also was in Seattle, I believe, this past week. Well, while that was going on, I wasn't able to attend. My buddy Mikey Robledo went there, and uh, he ran across Dingo. And he took some photos, and I think he did a little bit of uh, horse trading. You know, he told him a little bit about me, and... Mikey found out a little bit about them, and next thing you know, I was going back and forth. You know, when you're on Instagram, you don't know who the hell you're talking to, and I really don't start asking names either until I, you know, get to a point where you, you feel you're going to do something. So I was going back and forth really with someone I didn't know. It turns out to be Joel, Joel from uh, Dingo. Thank you for all the help, and Joel is part of a group that um, I guess the, the kingpin is our guest, Sam. Sam Flores, with that, um, welcome to the podcast, brother. Thank you, thank you. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Uh, we have to go through some of the, the, the business stuff beforehand, so thanks for your patience, uh, yeah. as well as coming up here. Where did you come in from? Riverside. Riverside, Riverside California. So, so that had to be a major pain in the ass to, to do. Yeah, we came here a little early, got some lunch, just to stitch all the traffic. Oh, yeah. you did? Yeah, that was did. smart. Yeah. Good. We rode the bikes a little bit around the block here. So. Yeah, when I rolled up, I, I saw these guys already doing hot laps. We are, we're in a hilly area, and I, I think that's an understatement. When I first tried to find this spot, man, I'm still lost. Uh, you probably know what I'm talking about, right? You come up through all these 
uh, twisty turns, and you know, it's a different, it's a different place, man. I don't, it, houses are on stilts, and it's it's a beautiful view, and I'm sure that it's probably really cool. Uh, but it, it, nevertheless, you got here, and uh, it was good to meet you for the first time. I see some of your other folks are are uh, with us. Who makes up Dingo Moto USA? Who who are your your folks that are a part of this? So it's uh, you met Joel. He's the the photographer, uh, video creator, media creator, the merch creator. So he, everybody wears a lot of hats in the company right now since we're just starting. He's also your booking agent. He's the booking agent sure. as well. Yeah, apparently. So, so you, I met Van. Yeah. You got Van over there. Yeah. So it's Val. Yeah. He. Uh, he's Val. When did he change his name? Yeah, it's Val. Yeah. <laughs> Valentin. Got it. Yeah. Val. Yeah, he's uh, my right hand man. He's uh, whenever I need help, he's the one that comes through and just helps me out. He uh, he he didn't go to work today. Just don't tell uh, where he works. So he he. Well, if he gets fired, you yeah. can hire him, right? Yeah. Hopefully, so this he's thing already will hired. Take off. Uh, yeah. There you go. Who else is a part yeah. of the team? And then Jocelyn, she's the she's she does engineering. Okay. And also, like like I said, everybody, in my crew, they're just they've been they went over and, and above and over for for the company for the vision that I told them about. That was just in my head a couple of months ago. So so, so let's 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 start off from I think the exciting part of this is how all this started. Now, as I understand it, and you can help me. You guys were planning a camping trip. Yeah, the boys, boys, boys uh, camping trip. Okay, yeah. so a boys camping trip, yeah. and you had, uh, amongst yourselves, you had a build-off challenge that you, you, you asked these folks to create a mode of transportation that would help you when you guys are out there camping. Correct. So uh, you had a period of time before this camping trip was going to happen, and you show up, and you're the only one that shows up? And yep. you show up with an electric bike. Yeah. Okay. So embellish on that. Give us give us the backstory. So yeah, we uh, we planned to go to Mammoth Mountain. Uh, I've never been, but uh, a buddy of ours gave us a bunch of frames, and I already had a frame uh, that I saved from a scrapper. He had in his his truck. He was gonna scrap it. So I asked him, "How much do you want for that?" He's like, "Oh, give me five dollars." All right, cool. Give him five dollars. But I had it in my backyard, just like any other frames sometimes. And it was a no-name, kind of an old vintage frame. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And did you ever find out what it, what kind of frame it was? I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the rape is kind of funky on it. Um, you guys will see some pictures here pretty soon. But uh, yeah. yeah, so um, we ended up, I think it was six months before, and the day came to go on this uh, boys, boys trip, and, and nobody built a, a mini bike or nobody built their bike, and they were opposed to electric. And I was like, every, everything is going electric. But the thing is that the batteries, they're pretty pricey. And at the time, I didn't have money for batteries. So I used my Milwaukee batteries in, in series to create sure. the 72 volts. Well, they've done yeah. that with some smaller bikes. You see the little dr uh, the drill yeah. that, that powers the small little yeah. sprocket. Yeah. You know, Even I don't the, know. the power, power wheel carts. So you, you used yeah. the low buck deal. You found an old frame. Yep. You found your old with the Milwaukee tool batteries. Yeah. What, what size batteries were those? It's a 12 HA. So the bigger boys, the okay. expensive, yeah, the expensive ones. Yeah. So how many did you need? To, four. Okay. Four total. So that was $1,000 in batteries. So at the end, I was like, man, I should just bought a battery. <laughs> so it's not just yeah. as easy, though, as getting the frame and then getting the batteries. Let's talk about, for all the tech folks out there and the guys that are really builders, give them a little bit of an idea of what else you had to do. Obviously, you've got a frame. You've got to find a fork. You went aftermarket with the forks. You said go Power Sports. Or? Yeah. So, uh, so for the actual builds, for the ones that I'm actually building for the public, now it's uh, go Power Sports. So forks. you started off with these but, old bent forks. Yeah. So I don't know if that was original <laughs> on the frame, but yeah, the brakes kind of funk on it. Yeah. That actually wrecked that one. So. So this yeah. this looks like an old Asusa. Actually, looks like a, if you go to a Asusa Engineering, you'll they make their own bikes. They're 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 nondescript frames but they're out there 
this looks like it just by the sheer size of it. You know, you almost have to go with a bigger frame to put these batteries in there. So you, getting the getting the frame, and obviously you didn't spend too much time worrying about the wheels, right? Nah, so, you, <laughs> so you went ahead. Uh, we'll talk about the color blue a little bit later on. So now we'll talk about the wiring. That's you. That's your expertise. You know that's what you do? Yes. You know, honestly, like, I didn't know wiring. I just kind of, they give you a how to wire, but they're, yeah. Who's, who's we? Did you, uh, the internet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you just kind of, yeah, I researched <laughs> online, went on blogs and just figured it out. But it's, they're actually pretty straightforward. These kids, they're from Amazon. Amazon kids, they sell them in Amazon. Okay. Amazon Walk me eBay. through. Take me from the battery up through the whole wiring system. Okay. Yeah. So you got the four Milwaukee batteries uh, in series to create the 72 volts. Okay. Then you got the, the batteries actually go to a controller. Got it. On okay. that little box up there. Yeah, so that's the computer that tells the, the motor what to do. All right. And then on the compro the controller, you have your throttle, and that's what uh, it has a, uh, what's called the, yeah, I guess the throttle that, that gives, that tells the motor how much, uh, how, how much bolts. Is it a squeeze throttle or, or turn? Tw tw twist throttle. You had a twist throttle? Later on, I knew, I, I learned to put up the th uh, thumb throttle because yeah. people, yeah, <laughs> once they jump on it, they don't, they don't know the power that it has, so. They, they go to go for it, and the torque on these things, it's insane. Okay, yeah. so uh, how long did it take you to not only devise the system, Sam, but also to troubleshoot it? I mean, oh, you, you said you had how many months leading up to it? Six yeah, months? Yeah, six months, but yeah, the whole six months. I think I think I was even up the night before we left. And Did I you start early? Did you, yeah. did you start, like, within the, the time that you called on it, or did you take a month or two to figure out what I you actually, were going to do? Did, I actually started right away. I started with the paint, like what color scheme do I want? It's a vintage frame, so I went with the teal and the white because I wanted to keep it vintage looking, but with a little twist. There's never been yeah. a white and teal vintage mini bike in yeah. the history of mini bikes. Just oh. to let you know. Oh no way! No. Oh wow! <laughs> so yeah. you're the first. Yeah, you did there you go. <laughs> no, I get it. Um, did um, so you got a little headlight on there? Any other accessories? I know you. Did you have a disc brake on this? What did you, What did you do for brakes? Well, the first, the first bike that we that actually that took this one. Uh, yeah, right. I, I couldn't figure out how to put a disc brake on it. That one doesn't have a brake. It, um, it's just the chain to the. <laughs> so and, you had foot brake. You were like the foot. Yeah, my Vans. I went through two <laughs> shoes with that with that thing. Yeah. All right. So you show up with this now. By that time, you know that the other folks are don't have any game, right? That yeah. You would. Yeah. Have. I was the only one with the bike, and uh, the another <laughs> thing that was a surprise is when I received the package. Uh, I think I think it, this one was an eBay kit. I got the motor, and I'm I was used to the the big motor. Those two three horsepower motors are bigger, so I got this little motor. They're small, and yeah. I was like, "What the heck is this? Three hundred dollars? I think I got ripped off." You know, <laughs> like what the heck is this? So <laughs> just but based I, on the size or lack of, right? Yeah, but I followed this guy at Richie Builds. He he works on Teslas, and he built a little uh, uh, mountain bike, a Razor mount, a uh, little dirt bike. I think it is. What's his name? Uh, Richie Builds. Oh, He's okay. on YouTube. Yeah, he, he messes around with Teslas. He I think he takes two Teslas, put, puts them together, and gets them running. So he's really into this, huh? He's, uh, yeah, he's into the electric steam. So he yeah. helped you out a little bit? He I just saw his videos, and I saw that he built that bike, and he put a link to the kit. And I guess he, he was saying, oh, this kit is the best kit. It goes this this fast. And I was like, sweet, I want to go that fast. So I, I that's the kit that I ordered. But nice. when I received it, I was like, man, this is a ripoff. I'm gonna send this thing back. So it wasn't yeah. as bad as you thought, though, right? No, as soon as I put it together, like, as soon as I put it together, because this thing has three speeds, so three options. So you could go. The first one's only picks you up to 20 miles per hour. It's a little bit more mellow. Sure. The second one, 35. The last one, you go 50 plus. So I've got to yeah. ask you, with with that said, because they go pretty quick. Yeah. And bad. you seem to be pretty smart. Yeah. How could Thank you me. not understand how to connect? Uh, a disc brake to a sprocket on the rear wheel. What was it? Just that you were time. rushing? Yeah, it was time. Mainly time. Okay. And uh, I come from a fabrication background. Yes. Yeah, I used to work on on uh, like uh, 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 
COEs. I told you I work with uh, Max Grundy. Sure, um, buddy Max. I, yeah. How you so, doing, Max? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm from a like like uh, what is it? Vintage cars. Yeah. Cab, sure. Welder. Yeah. So and you didn't think brakes were necessary thing. in this case. You just wanted to go yeah, fast, right? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like anybody else, you know, brakes is they're the last <laughs> thing they worry about. They just want to go fast. You know, right? you're right because yeah. don't forget a lot of these bikes had scrub brakes. That's what they said. Yeah. And I had to cut it off because it wouldn't fit. See, yeah. so that yeah. that could have been uh, an option. What is this? This like an open foot peg? Yeah, that's yeah, the peg. Okay, so yeah, that's the peg. Yeah, so it's... so okay. Now we've got this. You show up. Everybody's high five, and you're having a good time. You ride it. Uh, how fast did it take for you to to fall off or or break? Did you have some challenges with it? You know what? No. Uh, like I said, I went through two sh- pairs of vans because that's what I was breaking <laughs> with, right? But the inter- the interesting thing is that everybody in the campsite was like, "Where can I get one? I want one." You know, every we went to a lake. Everybody was asking, hey, where did you buy that? Did you build it? I mean, I, I mean you could tell I built it. Yeah, yeah. They're like, can you make me one? So I saw the demand for it. You know, I was yeah. camping one time, ironically, and saw a one-wheeler, that little surfboard yeah. on that big tire. And I immediately, I had my Grom, and I've got a vintage cool trailer like he, and, you know, they attract a lot of people. And I was noticing that a lot of folks were kind of coming our way, and it's like, oh, these guys want to see my trailer. But they blew right by me to go see this guy on that, that one-wheel. One-wheel, yeah. And, um... It's funny how that grassroots interest is really a cheap market research because you get a different scope of folks. Uh, campers are usually pretty well off. They've got the time to kill. They usually have a nice little trailer. They can kind yeah. of do what they want. And if, if they see a little something that gets their attention, you know that the money is really not the option. Exactly. The, yeah. the fact that it's electric yeah. is, is, is much more intriguing, Different. I'm sure. I don't know you would have gotten that same response if that had a little Predator engine. They would have right, seen a thousand yeah. of them. So, so, so you, now you've got all this going on. Was that when, collectively, you guys decided that, hey, maybe we've got something here? What, what was that light bulb moment? You know, I, I, I told them about it. Uh, it wasn't, like, as soon as that happened, my, my brain started going, like, I wonder if there's a demand for it. You know, I mean, there already is. We saw on the campsites, yeah. So. And probably even before that, right? Even, I mean, yeah. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so slowly, like, uh, so Val was my coworker, Jocelyn, we were coworkers, we used to work in the same spot. So I, I kind of started pitching them about the idea, but they didn't see the vision. They didn't see what I saw. Yeah. So what I did, I just went on it solo, started building my frame. And that itself was a le- learning curve. I've never built, built tubes before. I've never done anything like that. So I bought a, a cheap uh, Amazon hand, hand, hand bender, tube bender. That thing sucked. So uh, you started the first one. Yeah, the first one I called it the noodle because the frame was all tweaked <laughs> out. Yeah, it, it, I didn't use it. Did we have any of those photos that you gave me? I didn't actually. No, I did. Okay. I did, but it's uh, yeah, I use that same gauge. Let's so see some other photos. We'll get off this one. So now you've yeah. got your more modern setup and um, you've you've done all the actual frame work yourself now. And you've got That's a correct. bolt on uh, front fork. That's correct. Yeah, okay. From Go Power Sports. Okay. Yeah. So Go Power Sports is uh, providing us with your front forks. You've, you've done a pretty good job with the bending. I mean, uh, our next uh, podcast guest, Jake Moe, drops dimes like you wouldn't believe. But, you know, when, when you look at the welding and you look at the construction of it, I like the fact that the frame size seems suitable for the power plant. You know, those are some pretty hefty batteries. Once again, what size batteries were those? 72 volt, 50 amp power. How much do those things weigh? They weigh about 45 pounds. Okay, so, yeah. you know, it's a little bit heavier than some of the engines that are typically in these mini bikes, right? Uh, so the brake system now, I see that you've actually adopted a brake system. Congratulations, yeah, Sam. Thank you. Uh, you're yeah. going with a disc brake kit. Uh, at first blush, now I'm looking at this model here. It, it seems like, I know that that will work, but it, it almost seems like uh, maybe as you uh, progress, that maybe a bigger brake 
Uh, that's a what size wheels and tires do you have on that? That's a six six inch, I believe. Okay, yeah. six inch wheel. Yeah, six inch. Okay, so you know who knows? Those you had a little knobby tire on that. Uh, the seats. Where are you sourcing your seats? My auntie makes them for me. Great. So, yeah. So she 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 lives with me. I rent. I have a multifamily unit, so I rent her. Nice. What's your auntie's name? Uh, Elvira. Elvira, yeah. So she did the, all the workmanship yeah, on it, isn't that something? Seamstress. Yeah, she's like, hey, isn't yeah, that I need cool? Another seat. Yeah. Very nice, and I like the bracket yeah. that you have that it mounts on. Yeah. Uh, what other products? Why don't you just walk us through a little bit? I kind of yeah. went over some of the basics. I see you've got some lights up there, obviously, with it being an electric bike. So starting a business, everybody knows it, it gets pricey, uh, sourcing everything, sourcing all the parts. But Amazon, let me tell you, Amazon does wonders. You get the stuff two, three days <laughs> when you order it. So everything here, most of the stuff's from Amazon. I always wonder how Amazon. they can get something from Thailand to California in two days. Yeah, that's wild. Yet they'll, they'll, I can't send a package to Indiana without it getting like laws for. I got a hat that Dane Walton won for being the first person to subscribe to or, or enter the mini bike show. The fucking hat's still in Lancaster. Uh, it's been like six months. So you're able to get all your parts from Amazon. They're showing up on time. Yeah. And you're sourcing everything, right? You're wiring the brakes a lot. Yeah. Every so the wiring, we do it in house. Okay. Yeah. Wiring is in house, but as far as the parts go, most of it is from Amazon. Uh, other than the, the aluminum, the frame itself, uh, Go Power Sports, they, they're on Amazon too, but I go directly to their website. Um, yeah. A little shout out to uh, our friends over at Go Power Sports. Uh, uh, talked to those guys recently. They've been involved with. Uh, the event, uh, nice guys to deal with. Check them out at GoPowerSports.com. So you've got you've got literally an ignition key. You've got a kill button there, and you also have like a gauge there. Is the gauge pretty obviously for the power that's remaining in that's the battery? Right. Does correct. it give you the time as well, or no? Just we're not we're not there yet. We're uh, yes, <laughs> we're gonna get there. But yeah, it's just the the voltage, voltage and percentage or or battery. Uh, okay, level. so so here's yeah. what we're looking at, folks. For just for a closer view. Yeah. Uh, you've got a raw frame there. I've always loved. Raw frames. In fact, most of them, if I had my way, they'd all be raw. Uh, at some point, you probably got to get to a place where you're power coding these things and you know yeah. giving them what they want, which probably is a red model and a yellow model, or maybe you like the the white model, but exactly. whatever it turns out to be. Is yeah. that something that's upcoming? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're trying to dial in the frame first. We're still. Uh, I mean, we're still. Uh, I, was, I was talking to. Forgot your name. Sorry, but yeah, so that we're still kind of like in the in the. Uh, research and develop development phase sure so but uh people are still buying them they like them and we tell them it's not the finished model but if you want to enjoy them here you go there's yeah. there's a certain uh rawness as well as a certain charm in the fact that it's obvious that you guys are uh on your way you you've got uh the basic format set up i found with electronics that typically things happen quickly uh, batteries this size become this size right the related power you know before you know it you probably have an opportunity to put a couple batteries on there and go 75 miles an hour or 100 miles an hour years from now uh, i would think that uh, advancing with the brakes uh you've got a little bit of uh, an opportunity with some tube suspension in the front there but maybe some rear suspension uh, let's talk a little bit now about how much fun you've been having with those i've seen some photos of you not only out and about uh, you've been riding uh, some urban streets and, yeah. and, and running with some of the, the street guys, but also you've been having some fun in the snow. Uh, I think there's some photos of maybe the, the, the bike in the snow. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. that. That was a pretty cool shot. Where was this taken? Yeah, this was in uh, White Sands of New Mexico. So I, did, uh, I, I do uh, accessories for the bike itself. So the tracks, fully custom made, therefore quad. quad. Oh, okay. So I had to cut the them up and, the and, yeah, and uh, make them fit the frame. How did it run in the sand? Good. 
Yeah, did it really good. I wouldn't recommend it. The sand gets everywhere. Yeah, I, I was going to say, yeah. plus the tires are small too. Yeah. Did so it actually go pretty good? It goes. Yeah, it goes. It's just, yeah, you'll damage your, your, your components. I wouldn't recommend it. They, they do better in the snow. Is yeah. your vision in the future to have a bike that, that, that is that utilitarian yes. where, because, you know, it did stem from something that you originally wanted to have if you went camping, and camping could put you in all different kinds of situations, right? Our models for wherever you go. So anywhere you want to go, you could, uh, we were trying to make these accessories, so you could actually just put them on the frame, take off the back tire, put on the track system, and you could go. So we, what yeah. are some of the other ideas that you have outside of the tracking system? Are there any in, in the future plans that you guys as a group have already earmarked and, and, and looked to maybe uh, uh, grow uh, yeah. with future models? Yeah, so sidecar trailer. Si- yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're developing a sidecar for it. Yeah, it. Sure. for somebody with a little kid or a puppy, some people yes. with dogs, yeah, they want to go cruise. Well, it'd also be just a great charger for your cell phone. Just to have exactly, it. yeah. <laughs> Put an extra pack on there and, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then uh, what else? Trailer, uh, a little wagon. So we're already, that's already in the works on the, on the whiteboard. So the wagon, uh, rack. For your stuff, a front rack. Oh, how cool. I can yeah. see one of these things with, uh, I don't know, a skateboard or yeah. depending on the size of a, a surfboard. But We did uh, a surfboard. We already have surfboard racks. Uh, see your way ahead of me. Yep. Yep. Uh, when you look at it, do you do wish and do you look towards a time where you'll you'll have access to uh, a smaller battery? Is, is that kind yeah. of what you see going forward? I was just talking to Val. I can't wait for nuclear power to be a thing. <laughs> just put a little, make it look like Iron Man or something. something like a little thing that you just put it on there and, and go. Hey, folks, we're here with uh, Sam Flores. Uh, I, I told him earlier on that I'm sure at some point I was going to call him Sam Harris. I don't know where I got that. <laughs> but Sam, as you can see, is not only passionate. He reminds me of me when I started all this mini bike shit. I, had, I, I would talk to anybody about it. I always had a smile on my face. I was always looking to improve it and just talk to everybody about it. Uh, before we get back to Sam, folks, I want to make a little bit of an announcement that I'm pretty happy and excited about. It's uh, we finally, through all of our efforts, whether it's the podcast or it's the mini bike show or it's all the social media shit, as well as the fact that I've been hanging out in this scene in the automotive world for probably, I don't know, 30 decades, uh, I've been a part of SEMA in a variety of ways. And uh, our phone rang uh, recently where we invited to bring our culture to the SEMA Ignited. SEMA Ignited is the official after party for the SEMA show. It's November the 4th. It's in Las Vegas. And it's a gathering of consumers. There's about 30,000 of these folks that can't get inside the SEMA show, but they come to town just to experience to get a little bit of a whiff of it. At SEMA Ignited, we bring over the cars that are inside the halls that you can't get in. We bring over the celebrities. We have a cruise. We have an opportunity to showcase our culture, our products, our bikes, our personalities in front of the largest automotive backdrop ever. It's the SEMA show. Check it out. You can't get in there. If you want to be a part of it and you'd like to maybe have a display there and you'd maybe you think that you've got a really cool bike or maybe you're pretty good at stunting or doing burnouts, um, I want to hear from you guys. I want to find out and talk to the best stunters, the best wheelie kings, the best burnout guys because I'm going to give you a forum where you're going to be able to showcase yourself and your skills. It's not for everybody. I've got very limited space. However, if you would like to pay to participate, you can buy a booth. Our friends from Dingo USA would probably be a great example to come. Buy a 10 by 10 booth for $500, showcase your products, collect some names, give out some decals, have some bikes ready to go because these are consumers in Las Vegas. They, they could have won or lost millions of dollars the night before. It's very passionate. It's very spontaneous. I've invited our friends from GTS to be a part of it. I want to thank Steady Garage. They were the first ones to jump on board and buy a booth 
through me for Seam Ignited. I'm encouraging anybody who's in business, not the guys who just own a mini bike, guys who want to promote a business, check me out. Uh, I'll have more information about this as well as a link where you can sign up and pay and be a part of it. You'll move in Thursday night. You have to be set up before Friday the 4th. The show goes from 2 o'clock till 10 o'clock. There's bands, there's musics, there's celebrity, there's a lot of cool stuff. I posted a couple of videos on my social media outlets. Click on them. I posted one today, I believe, of the SEMA Cruise. Dude, it's awesome. They have all kinds of crazy automotive stuff there. There's food, and it's a chance for all of us to get together, right? You'll be a part of Mini Bike History by being a part of SEMA Ignited this year with Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. I hope to have on display with Steady Garage. Again, I'm looking for the best. I'm asking Jake Moe to come out, bring out some custom bikes that he's building. Steady Garage will be bringing out some bikes. On Friday night, I ride out with my guys from Honda Grom Lifestyle. Love those dudes. Some of the baddest bikes, particularly mini motos from that class, show up. I'll be bringing over just a handful. In fact, Bing Flores will be selecting four bikes that will come over. And then finally, select winning bikes at the upcoming Joe's Mini Bike Reunion are going to be invited to participate in Las Vegas. October the 8th, CV Park Locker Center, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Sign up now on the website, joesminibikereunion.com. Okay, so we're here with Sam. Sam Flores with Dingo Moto USA. Uh, I, could, I told him earlier that we could probably go on forever. Uh, these bikes, because of the nature, these are in their launch mode. They offer bikes in parcels. You just can't order 12 of them. You can't walk in the shop and roll one off. They sell them in blocks. Recently, they kicked off, I believe, your second wave of yeah, sales. So increments of maybe 10, give or take, come available, kind of first come, first serve. How does it work? Exactly. Yeah, the first, first come, first serve. Once we, we, we get 10 people that order, we uh, block off the, the wave, we build those, get them to the customers, and then we open up another set of orders. Okay. Yeah. So, so how do they order? You want them to go to a website? What, yeah. How, so, how does it yeah, work? They could go on our website at dingomotousa.com. Okay. Uh, oh no, it's dingomoto.com. Okay, spell it out for yeah. them. D-I-N-G-O. <laughs> Finish it up. Yeah. Dot com. <laughs> uh, you can't miss them. Instagram, what's your handle on Instagram? Uh, dingomoto USA. Dude, when people ask me about, you hear me stumble when I tell you to go to YouTube. I don't know if it's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, JMBR Official, JMBR Podcast. I don't know. Find it. You can you can find anything on the friggin' internet. If you're that interested and you're watching, you can find them. Yeah. Um, I've, I've had a chance to check out I love all the photos. Uh, what have I missed? What haven't we covered? Uh, do you want to give a couple of shout outs, obviously, to your staff again, yeah. as well as First, some of the other folks that helped team. you out? Yeah, definitely to the team. Uh, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the team. They put in hours. They, they go above and beyond just to make it happen. Uh, it was just my vision and they're making it happen. Um, and then also to the first 10 that ordered the bikes, I'm actually putting a series on these bikes. So it's not just going to be uh, mass produced. They're not mass produced. They're handmade here in the USA by, by our team and they have a series. So if you get one, it's going to have a number. This one has a number and we're still going to put that one on. That was my sister. She was the first person that, uh, that supported the, the cause. What's you know? her name? Jackie, Jackie Flores. Yeah, so I want to give Jackie, a shout, shout out, out to, to Jackie. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then, uh, and I'm also even just thinking ahead. I'm gonna attach. This is gonna be. I, I don't want to confuse you guys, but I'm attaching NFTs to the bikes themselves as well. So that are gonna serve as pink slips to each bike. That, very that smart. Number. Yeah. So we're also working on that now. Very good angle. Very yeah. very good angle. So uh, you get an NFT each time you buy a bike, and then you could get an, buy an NFT. Hold it, not build the bike, not get the bike built, but also sell that NFT for a bigger price so you could get a profit in the future if you hold on to it. So that's going to be the whole purpose of the NFT. And also 
like I said, it's going to be a pink slip to your actual lingo model that you buy. I like those. Those are uh, nice little perks that yeah. you don't, I don't think customers expect that, but when they get that, especially if it's presented in a nice little envelope, Definitely. you know, that, that makes the experience just a little bit cooler. Uh, I think I would be remiss to not ask one more question because I, I think it's probably a wide scope. Who's your customer so far? Who's been buying these things? It's a broad, like it's, it's really, uh, I mean, we're talking about it. I'm like people that live in urban areas. So, so far it's honestly, it's been more females than males. So, okay. So Isn't that something? Would you have ever thought that you would have right. folks live and you're talking like rural County females? Yeah. So in LA, LA, uh, mainly. Yeah. Sure. So, so this one right here is for, uh, David, he's in San Diego. So, so, so far it's been half and half. Okay. Three males and three fe- uh, females. And how have they heard of you? Uh, Instagram. Yeah. So Instagram's Instagram. been your major source. Uh, and also, I go with uh, LA Eastgate. Uh, we go on rides here in LA downtown. Okay. It's an EV community. So that word of mouth. Word sure. of mouth. They see it. They think it's cool, and uh, they just wanna. Yeah, they tell their friends. They're artists. Sure. Yeah. So they live in LA, and they want a better way to commute. And they and see they love the whole gas saving electric Definitely. story behind it too. Yeah. 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 Well, look, Sam. Uh, as I said before, these podcasts typically run kind of short. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the time as much as I did. I, I see the future is going to be bright for you guys over there at Dingo Moto USA. Uh, you also probably got some good leads from that Electrify Expo as well. Yeah, so, definitely. you know, yeah. getting received not only from the core group, but as well as the masses that attend those shows probably got to be a, a good validation of what you guys have done to date. Uh, folks, we hope you've enjoyed the podcast tonight. I want to give our uh, sponsors a big uh, thank you again. Our friends from Pioneer Car Electronics, where we remind you, don't break up with your car, upgrade it as well as a nice warm welcome to our friends at Yashimura Exhaust, uh, Go-Kart USA, Studs Racing. Should we have sponsors like we're real folks now? Uh, and it's all because of you. So check us out on the next Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. This will probably be airing sometime in mid-August. We've uh, been spending the last few minutes with our, fam- our, excuse me, our friend Sam Flores from Dingo Moto USA. Check him out on Instagram. Uh, it's the way to go. And if you were to buy one of these, what it's going to cost? They're uh, 2800 20 a small price to pay folks under three grand to be the king of your neighborhood put me down for one we'll see you guys in the next joe's mini bike reunion podcast thanks for watching everybody